Hey, this is the NGC and Susie, and you're listening to Failing with Flair. Yay! Hey guys, it's Angie. I am so excited to be here with you today. I have got a another funny story of a way that I have failed this last week that I thought would be fun to share. So here we go. You know, one of the reasons I started this is I wanted to lead by example and I wanted to share some of the ways that I have failed. Last episode, I talked about a Facebook post. (laughs) This episode, I'm going to talk about uh, applying for something um, and, and that fear of judgment that I have really been facing and the fear of failure to not get what I was applying for because of that judgment. So jumping right on in. At the time of this recording, I am going through some different transitions, a big one being a change in my living situation. I've decided it is time to move into a new place, and that requires applying for a new apartment. And it has been a number of years since I have had to make this kind of application where you really have to just lay everything on the table, and there's no hiding from it, right? Credit history income history, payment history, references, I mean, of the whole nine yards. And that can be very, very anxiety-inducing. And I want to pause for a second here and kind of talk a little bit about when I use that word anxiety, just in case I do again. There's two different types of anxieties that we have. There is anxiety that is the type that is medically diagnosed by a doctor needs some help. It's debilitating. It it affects the way that you live your day-to-day life on a regular basis. And then there's the anxiety that you have when you have these big life changes and it's a natural reaction. It's the body's way of trying to fend off the saber-toothed tiger, even though it's not a saber-toothed tiger in our generation. It's just a landlord or a landlady or a mortgage broker or someone making a decision as to whether or not you can get a home, which uh, I guess would be the closest thing to a saber-toothed tiger since that is, uh, you know, at the base level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a place to live. So I guess it is um, pretty far down there, but I'm chasing a rabbit. So I put in an application last week to move into a different apartment complex. Beautiful. I love the venue. I'm in love with the layout. I just, I can see myself being here for another couple of years before I decide to make my next move, whether or not that is to stay in Michigan at all or to move on to another area of the country. Who knows? It's open water. But for now, I'm here And I'm super excited about this place. And of course, in applying for this new place, I had to, like I said earlier, give them all of this information. And the second that I started handing this information over, holy smokes, was there a lot of just worry and anxiety and dread about what was going to happen if if something didn't come back perfect, right? It comes back to that, that fear of perfection or that need to, that, that um, perfectionist anonymous <laughs> thing. <laughs> and um, 
And even not, not even just not being perfect, but not being good enough. Because who wants that to happen, right? Who wants to not be good enough to take on a job or get a job or live somewhere or whatever the case may be? So I have been going through and I have been collecting all of the information that the leasing company needs to approve my application. And every step of the way that I have had to take has just felt a little bit more intense. Again, what if what I am giving them isn't good enough? What if that means I'm not good enough? And isn't that really where the root of a lot of our anxiety and worry comes from? And so that... The reason I was laughing here just a few minutes ago before jumping on here to record this story, I just walked out of an appointment with uh, one of the um, individuals I needed to talk to for verification of information and release of information for this process. And I had been for the last, oh, four days since, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five five days. I have been worrying myself into fits, like threatening losing sleep, creating all of these stories in my head about how this person was going to be, this this verification was going to be the one thing, the one thing that was going to stop me from being able to get this apartment that I really wanted. And oh my gosh, I built it up. I woke up this morning knowing that I had an appointment with this person and I have been so sick to my stomach. And then it was like doing everything that I could to distract myself and just be moving. And I wasn't even like distracting myself. I wasn't even doing stuff that was super productive, Um, at least not when you look at the grand scheme of my goals and the plan that I had for today. It was like cleaning out emails and um, packing up stuff in my bathroom because that's really an important thing to be doing on a Wednesday morning, on a business morning, instead of like following up with clients and potential clients and, and whatever, right? So I'm doing all of this stuff to distract me, which is not really helping because while I'm doing these things like washing the dishes in my kitchen, all I am doing is envisioning the 10,000 things that might happen at this meeting, all of the 10,000 judgments that might happen at this meeting about how I'm not good enough and I'm going to be held responsible for other people's actions and I mean on and on and on and on. So I went to this meeting and about 20 minutes before the meeting is when I started. I turned on a playlist to try to further distract myself. I call it my Lady Warrior playlist. It is all songs by female, you know, writers. So there's some Beyonce in there. There's some Taylor Swift in there. Um, There's some Lady Gaga in there. And it's all all just like hear me roar type music. 
So I started playing this to try and like pump up the good vibes, right? Because I wanted to go in there and I wanted to be able to present my case well and I wanted to present myself well to this person and make sure that this wasn't going to be the thing that was going to stop me from getting this apartment. And I prepared my speech and I stood in a mirror and I practiced my speech about what I was going to say to appeal to this person. And um, I show up at the office. I did what I needed to do to check in. I was taken back for my appointment almost immediately. I um, started by asking a question and then I started going into my speech about this paperwork and this verification. And she held up her hand and she said, hold on, like, wait a second. Based on the contracts that are in place, based on the relationships that you and I have, based on where we fall in the scheme, you don't have to worry about anything. This verification form, if it gets sent to me, I'm just going to cross everything off and say that it has nothing, the situation, the scenario has nothing to do with you and has everything to do with someone or something else. So yeah, basically I have spent the last five days worrying about this one thing that wasn't even a thing in terms of me getting to my final destination. So bigger picture. What one thing are you worried about that you're avoiding because you're afraid of what might happen. That you're creating stories about what might happen. What one thing is standing in your way from getting to the next level of where you want to be in your life? What one thing that you're not talking about with someone in your relationship is preventing you from having a fulfilling romantic partnership? What one thing are you not talking to a coworker about that's creating tension in your relationships? What one thing do you need to check off of your to-do list that you've been putting off for five hours, five days, five months, five years that's going to stop you from getting to your next level? And go out there and do it. And here, if you need a little help, think about all of the things that could go right when you have this meeting, you have this conversation, you do the thing. What are all of the things that could possibly go right? Could your relationship be more fulfilling? Could you get the raise or the promotion? Could you get the new job? Could you maybe find clarity that you need to start looking for a new job because you're not going to be appreciated by the people that you're working for or with? Or maybe you need to find the different relationship with the friendship or the romantic partner because it's not it's not meeting you where you're at anymore. Or maybe you'll get the client, you'll land the deal, you'll land the job, you'll land the home. What is the one thing that is stopping you from getting you to your next place, your next stage of growth? And I'd be willing to bet it's one thing. It is so amazing. It is I saw this picture. I'm going to try and describe it for you guys because I think it is such a huge, huge um, visual for, I could not think of that word, huge visual that kind of goes to what 
what I'm talking about here. I want you to think about the Target, like the grocery department store logo, except for I want you to put that, make that sunny center circle like teeny, 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 tiny compared to the other two circles. Okay. And in the outer ring, I want you to expand that way, 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 way out. Okay. So that outer ring that we've expanded way, 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 way out, that is all of the things that you think might happen. All of the stories that you tell yourself when you're in these crazy spirals that might happen, good, bad, or ugly, based on this one scenario that you're avoiding. The all of the things, all of the judgments, all of the whatever, all of the different failed scenarios that could possibly happen. The middle ring, which we've pretty much left alone in this scenario, are all of the things that might actually happen, right? So if this really big ring is all of the things that could happen, like it could happen in theory, if this application for this apartment that I wanted was denied, it could happen that I am going to, you know, my lease is going to be up and I'm not going to renew it and I'm not going to get a proof for this apartment. So I'm going to have to start over and then I'm going to have to, it's going to take longer. And then I might have to get a storage. I, I, I could have to get a storage unit to put all my stuff in and then there would be this scramble and I'd be living out of my car. I mean, that could in theory happen. But what's the likelihood of that happening? I mean, what's the real likelihood that I'm going to be in my car? That middle ring, what might happen is I might need to extend my lease and pay month to month as opposed to just ending it on the date. I might have submitted, you know, I might submit that I'm going to be moving out at the end of my lease and find out that the application comes back denied. And then I might have to still get a storage unit, but am I going to have to live in my car? Or maybe, just maybe, I'll have a nice friend who will let me crash on a couch for a couple days or weeks while I find a new place to live. Because I'm pretty sure that I've got some friends that are nice enough to make sure that I'm not homeless living out of my car. That might happen. And then there's the little teeny, teeny, tiny dot in the center. That's the one thing that is actually happening right now. And it's the only thing that actually matters because it's the only thing that's really happening based on the decisions that you're making. So all of those, uh, those everything that could possibly in the, be in those two other circles are things that haven't actually even happened yet. And there's no evidence to say that they're going to. But the only way that any of those become a possibility is, in my case, you know, using this scenario, is not submitting the application or getting the paperwork over. Then guess what? I am going to have to start over or I am going to have to find a storage unit and somewhere else to live. I am going to have to go month to month on my lease and pay a higher rent. But if I just had this stinking meeting and got over it, guess what? Now it's not an issue. And now I can move forward to my application and guess what? I can be happy because I get the apartment. Now, I don't know that I have the apartment yet. I'll let you know in a future episode if I did end up getting the apartment. But at this point, there's no reason to believe that I won't based on all of the verification that's coming through. So all of this to say, if you are sitting in a space right now where you are worried about whether or not something is going to work, whether you're worried about a job, a relationship, a friendship, a business, a client, a sales meeting, a promotion, a raise, 
there is probably one thing that is standing in your way. And if you just turn around and face that one thing, you will unlock so much potential. And the only way to really fail is to not handle the one thing. All right. I got really, really excited and emphatic with that. So I am hoping that these episodes are bringing some value to you. I hope that if you have one of those one things in your life right now, that you feel energized to go out there and tackle it. Because guess what? Guess what? The reality of what happens is very, very, very unlikely to be anything like the crazy negative stuff that you're creating in your head. So I encourage you, go out there, go do something, face your one thing, and while you're doing it, go ahead and fail with flair. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Failing with Flair. Make sure to subscribe to the show in Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Breaker so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, I'd appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help out too. If you like the show and want more encouragement to fail with flair, you could check out my Monday morning motivation email series. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Until then, fail big, fail often, and fail with flair.